and welcome to Attack of the Querwolf. I'm Michael. I'm Mark. I'm Nay. Hey. Hi. Hi. All right, gang, you know what we do by now, right? So this week we are coming at you from Jesse's bedroom closet where things are getting super sweaty and steamy so during this rowdy game of probe. <laughs> probe, new from Parker Brothers. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, rem- I remember Probe from Parker Brothers. That's how old I am. Really? Yes, I remember. Don't you don't you remember walking through like the board games of Toys R Us and seeing Probe? No, I don't remember seeing Probe. Just me. Okay, moving on. Yeah. All right, <laughs> good start. Um, so we have a great, great night ahead of us, you guys, everybody. Right? Nay? Right, Mark? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. can sell. Uh-huh. I can sell. It's going to be good. Uh. It's going to be a great night because we have two very wonderful people with us, and I'm so excited they're here. My voice just cracked. Puberty. Thank mm. you. Um, so. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring them in because they're amazing. Our first guest is a queer horror filmmaker whose latest film, The Quiet Room, has been an official selection of 35 festivals so far, taking home 14 awards, including eight for best film. He currently resides at whatever, whichever East Side Starbucks has an available power outlet. Friends of Queer Wolf with us is Sam Weinman. Hello, friends. Hi, Sam. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Yes. I love your show. Oh my, oh my god, god, we love you. Thank you. Yeah, really. Nice. You are the one that listens. <laughs> um, so, Sam, thanks for being here. And with you, you brought someone with you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a guest from the quiet room, actually. Yes. What? And other things. And he's. And what? She's, what? What else can? Shh. What else can? Everybody. We, what else can we tell our listeners about? Well, Sam's all right. Other guest. You, of course, know our second guest from season seven and All-Stars season two of the Emmy-winning TV show RuPaul's Drag Race. Never seen it. She is, in her own words, the only high-class Russian bisexual transvestite hooker (laughs) and the board-certified sweatiest woman in show business. Uh, Everyone, Katya. Yay! Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Bob, are you there? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Wait, oh my God. Sa- sa- I just I found something interesting. You're uh, from your bio, Sam. Yeah. You're it sounds like you're very poor. And, very, yeah. <laughs> but, and your name is basically means I'm a drunk. Y- yeah. Sam, like Sam is like I am Weinman. I'm a dr- I'm a drunk man. It's sad. <laughs> it all it all adds up. Yeah, it's, it from, all it's from the Polish Wino. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hobo. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about this movie that you don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so right. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. No, listen, you know, like we had, this is, of course, this is a movie we always want to talk about. But the thing is, is that because it has such a sort of legendary kind yeah. of position within, you know, like right. sort of queer horror uh, d- discussions. Yeah, you know, I mean, we were even, like, we were loath to like, to, to go there right away. We figured we'd get there eventually, but then when we found out you guys wanted to talk about it, we were right. like, oh, hell yeah. Now we gotta yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, it's either this one or Remains of the Day and that one been, ugh, Too scary. I have to talk about Anthony Hopkins again. <laughs> <laughs> this time at least it's not to the police. I know. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> um, all right. Let's dig in. Tea time. What's mm-hmm. everyone watching? What you reading? Nay, what you been watching? Yeah. Oh my God. Would you believe it mm-hmm. if I told you what? that I stopped watching The Office for mm-hmm. like five minutes so that I could watch all of Dexter seasons one through eight again for like the third I time? Again. <laughs> wow. The third, third time. time. And I would just like to announce that I was really attracted to Dexter this last go round. So. Yeah. Wow. Not I see the that. first right? two. Okay, so. Not the first two. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> you can. I know. It, now that I see it, I don't know what was wrong with me, but. Well, you know, yeah. the first time is because you're a fan. Second time around is because you're a stan. The third time is for research. So, <sighs> you know. You know, yeah. Michael C. Hall, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, did, I wasn't sexually attracted to him during Six Feet Under, but during Dexter, hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, murder me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was more like, you know, like murder anyone who wants to fuck with me, honestly. Okay. But you love me. That's different than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I watched Dexter, but. Every time I watch Dexter, the same as every time I watch The Walking Dead, I always have dreams about the show. And so my dreams this round of watching Dexter were out of control, like honestly. Can you describe one? Yeah, I would literally, okay, one time I'm on the back of a truck, maybe the ice truck, don't know, (laughs) but on the back of a huge empty truck. Dexter's literally behind me sawing someone into pieces and he's just like, baby, I love you so much. Like, I hope this person never fucks with you ever again. And... When I woke up, I was like, I don't even remember what that person did. Is this the I don't bachelor? remember. <laughs> right? And I was like, oh my rose, God, Dexter. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In theory, I'm so attracted to you. In practice, we probably can't really fuck, but, uh-huh. you know. Hey, I'm sure you can make sport. it work. Uh, yeah. You know, I always think that yeah. about men. And well, not with that attitude, Nay. <laughs> but he has such an attention you know, to detail. It's true. <laughs> no. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. That's a very good point. Mm. So, yeah, mm. that's what I was. Non on. How about you, Sam? Uh, I was just watching Cam, which oh, I love. Yes. I have yet to see it. I'm yes. really into it. And I'm also pleased, we were talking about this earlier, Brian and I, but uh, that it doesn't all happen on a screen. Because mm. I was a little bit afraid that that's what we like were getting the searching into. searching of it all. Or right. Unfriended. But no. And, uh, and they do so much in with so so few locations. Just all about it. Also just having a positive example of a sex worker in a yeah. film. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All cool. I need to see it. Have you it seen it so yet, good. Mark? I have not yet. Brian, Katya? Um, so the movie that I saw that I'm just like bananas over is Suspiria. The, <sighs> yes. the I, and for so many reasons, the only thing is like, <sighs> it's 30 minutes too long. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I don't have like my, my attention span. Down is, and just watch this play out. <laughs> <laughs> my attention span is not the best, but like, I. I'm with you. It's it's so long. It's really long. It's it's really aggressive in its um, length. Um, But I was like, I'm a big fan of like Pina Bausch, so I was like, um, seeing Tilda Swinton do like a full on crazy witch version of Pina Bausch was like so cool. And um, but I think it was like a weird flex for her to do that. (laughs) She wanted to show her like old German dingaling. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like enough about that. It was like all leading up to just this naked doctor, and it's like we could have just. I mean, we didn't need all that. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like you, every single thing about it? Like all the backstory, all the political, like all that stuff. I everything. I was there for the Fassbender freak out of it all. Like okay. I loved it. People just have to say the words "Suspiria" lately. My seat's wet. Like I <sighs> love it. Okay. I love it so much. Um, well, I I didn't dislike portions of it, but I was just like. <laughs> No, 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 no. I think it's a legitimate criticism. Please stop touching me, by the way. Please (laughs) don't. Please. Look at look at me. Look I don't want to look at you, but no. It's but I was like, okay, we're really. This is um. This is half of the. I was like, okay. You know, they have the titles that come on. I was like, oh, okay, not even halfway through. Oh, okay, it's fine. <laughs> you know, um, I don't have to pee. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was, um, the, it was those. Some of those scenes were so long. Like I when know. Olga gets 
um, you know, whatever, I, no spoilers, whatever. Okay. It, she it just, it goes on and on and on. You're like, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's absolutely a legitimate criticism to, you know, to, to, to discuss the length or whether or not sort of the, the uh, historical thematics, you know, yeah. are, are fully successful. I don't know. I was just there for it. I okay. was just in love Presence. from beginning to end. But there's a lot of detractors, certainly. And, you know, I certainly understand why you would have issues. It, it but, didn't, you, but, you did, but you did appreciate it, obviously. Oh. Every and I stayed till the bitter end because my geeky friend was like, "Guys, stay till the end." Yeah, Dakota, there, there's something at the end mm-hmm. after oh, all the credits. I love Dakota Johnson. Uh, it was her best role since How to Be Single. It's which <laughs> it, I saw five times in theaters. How to Be Single? Yeah, good for you. I didn't know the she first was time I was in a relationship, <laughs> and he dumped me that night, and I went back four more because times because you took him to the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're like, this is um, How to Be Single. Like, this, is, this is how to do it. Yeah. I've loved her since day one. I, I will watch Fifty Shades of Grey because I didn't of her. Know she was yeah. in those movies. I just I, recently learned so that great. she was the only person that made those movies like remotely watchable. Yeah. And my favorite is in the second one. I've actually talked about this before. This is how gay I am. Where uh, there's You're a scene cool. in the sequel where uh, <laughs> Jamie Dornan like shows up and she's like getting ready for a party because they're rich and stupid mm-hmm. and that's what they do. And you know, <laughs> she, she's like, uh, and she's putting on a string of pearls and he like shows up. He's like, I have a present for you. And she's like, What is it? And he pulls out this like gigantic butt plug and she's like. You are not putting that in my butt. Like literal, <laughs> literal dialogue. I, we, need to, we need to work that oh. impression into every episode because I love it. So. Hey, listen. One one day you'll get me drunk and I'll tell you about the evening I spent with what's her name who wrote the books. El James. No kidding. Oh my god. Wow. Oh man. That That's that the bonus or? episode I am here for. <laughs> it is a whole story. I just want to. Does make anyone sure that have any not- vodka? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. She's very nice. She's very nice and very wild. She's very fun. Uh, I watched Can You Ever Forgive Me? Oh, I haven't seen that Oh, yet. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Is that good? excellent. That's Melissa McCarthy, right? Melissa McCarthy, Richard E. Grant, Gorgeous. who's really serving like yeah. old school, like that old with nail and I kind of energy, mm. um, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. If people have not seen With Nail and I, track it down. It is perfect and kind of queer adjacent, too, actually. Okay. How long um, is it? It's uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, good, perfect. Or, you know, just like a hard... Hard in, hard out. Yeah, to get in three chunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, can you forgive me? Is um, it's interesting. It's such. Uh, it's. I don't know that I would call it like a love story between a lesbian and a gay man because their relationship is so fraught and so thorny. But at the same time, it is. Um, it's pretty remarkable depiction of like life in the early '90s in New York um, mm. for you know someone like Leah Israel who was a successful biographer who mm. fell on really hard times and you know has struggled with addiction and um, just a, a, just a kind of almost like a pathological crankiness um, and uh, and Richard E. Grant's character whose name escapes me right now uh, you know living with HIV uh, at that time and. Um, Sort of doing what they have to do to scrape by to survive, mm-hmm. and um, it's really funny and uh, really moving. And I, I guess, just go see it. Yeah, it's I mean, really, I hear McCarthy is definitely Oscar. I would watch her do going to be Oscar anything. Like it doesn't I matter. Her. I went to see Happy Time Murders, yeah. even though like people were literally saying like this is the worst piece of shit mm. ever foisted upon the American public. Don't go see it. And I was like, one for happy time murders, please. Like, I was like, That's, my mommy's in it. Like, literally. I, I, I love her so She's much. Fantastic. I will, to the ends of the earth, I will follow that. Uh, anything she does. And um, 
and the, but this is like truly a, 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 such a platform for her. Great. She can do anything. I adore her, and um, and there was a great profile of her in the New York Times recently. About, oh, okay. Um, just just Google it. It's great, and um, she's she's fast. She makes me want to be more positive. Anyway, that's oh oh, that's very sweet. Mark, that's yeah. super great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's just like you just go. Oh, it's not bullshit. It's not self serving. It's just like she you genuinely put a spring in her step. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm a big old. She's fan. playing the long game though. Yeah, she's yeah, really fucking with Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, there'll be like a profile like 20 years from now. She'll be yeah. like, surprise, yeah. motherfucker. Like, Slit your throat. <laughs> she kills a dog live on television. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ken. Uh, Michael, what you been watching? Um, I had mentioned this show the last time we recorded, which was a while ago now. I had gotten through two episodes of Hill House. Uh, I finished it. And too. I finished it. <sighs> you guys. Okay. I know. It wrecked me in so many great ways like the movie the movie the show is it's really hard for me to put into words because earlier this year my father passed away mm. and while watching that show which deals with grief uh amongst the horror and the scares and stuff it's about family it's about grief of family it's about the shit that can happen to a family but death was a very central theme correct me if i'm wrong but i didn't it get that fucking wrecked me so hard at times like literally like the episode i don't want to give too much away but the episode that's done in single takes um where they're all at a funeral episode, home, six. episode six. Oh yeah as soon as the episode ended i literally was like on the floor sobbing my boyfriend brian was like okay like oh and i'm God. like it just i could not stop thinking about my father mm. could not stop thinking about his funeral i could just mm. like all of that came rushing back in the show, and I'm getting like so deep here, but I really credit the show with me really finally realizing my dad was dead. Wow. Like it had been six, seven months since he had passed away. And of course I know he's dead and see signs of like him everywhere and like have dealt with it in ways. But like it wasn't really until that moment that I'm like, holy shit, my dad's gone. Mm. But it was so amazing because I needed it. Mm. And so like I like left – I like went to bed and I woke up the next morning like with like this new acceptance of oh, my wow. world. And I like ha- I can't remember the last time a show or a film has done that to me. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> <laughs> and like I I would love if like Mike Flanagan was here or like Kate Siegel, like there's such a great queer representation in the show. Yep. I I mentioned that on Twitter and someone actually gave me a lot of pushback about how um she had straight panic, which I don't really see. Um Wait, who had straight panic? Kate Siegel's character. Oh. Because she had that moment where you think she kisses. Wait, was she Theo? No, Theo, wait. yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like, anyone feel free to chime in. It's really hard for me to put in words because I'm still really digesting it weeks later and just like what Well, I it thought it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I watched it um, right after I uh, saw The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, which I so really different. loved. I really <laughs> That's loved. That's great. It's really great. Um, but I, I thought I didn't like Hill House that much. Like I, I loved chunks of it, but then um, some episodes I felt like would just go on and on and on. And although it has scared the shit out of yes. me, that fucking bent neck bitch <laughs> is. Like, I believe that I, was the real name of the character. Oh, <laughs> it, it was like I had to like kind of look away from the television, and there was a night recently where. I was in, like, I tucked myself into bed, and um, <laughs> and I was, I said to myself, if you open your eyes and look at the doorway, she's gonna be there. 
and I convinced myself that, I, and I was like, wouldn't open my eyes. I felt like I was in third grade. It was, it was so. There were some really, so really the show great actually really did affect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, it did. It, it did affect me. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, but I wasn't scared. I wasn't. It didn't scare me or anything. I was like, mm, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I liked. Um, I thought it was too bleak. It is very bleak. So bleak. But I think maybe I connected with that because I've been yeah. um, wrapping myself in a lot of fluff this year mm. because of what's going on in the world. And I've talked about that a lot here yeah. about how I want like digestible, happy, yeah. chill stuff to watch. Yeah. Um, Herbie too, fully loaded. Yeah, yeah. like on repeat, yeah. you know, like, go get the car, Lindsay. Um, but I don't know. I think maybe I needed it. I think it did so end ways. in a way that wasn't bleak, which was nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was sometimes it was like it was a fucking Debbie Downer for some like long <laughs> I mean, stretches of it. I, loved I, it so much. I mean, for me, it was like, and I and I fully understand why it would yeah. affect you. And I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm glad that the show is different. Out people there. shower differently, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad that the show has uh, has had that kind of reach and has and has really touched a, a lot of people. It has, yeah. Um, and that's what I love about Mike Flanagan is that when he is elegant, he is elegant. Mm-hmm. Like it's just he. One of my favorite things about Hill House was the fact that um, they didn't use fucking music all the time, right? And I there if there's oh, one yeah. thing that yeah. I Episode hate, six, I don't think there's one thing I hate in horror. Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing I really hate in horror, especially horror television, it's the idea that they have to score the shit out of it as though the audience is too stupid to pay attention right. and to yeah. like. It actually dissipates tension. It makes me crazy. And this show so frequently did it right. And it really got me often. And but like uh Gerald's game, which also has like these like amazing stretches or yeah. just like your breath horrifying yeah. and truly, truly effective. Mike Flanagan also really loves sweetness, sometimes to the point of like, I'm just like, oh my god. It's almost dude. a little like, like yeah, relax. Like, like <laughs> and, maybe take like one candy and bar. And for away me, the this. last episode of Haunting of Hill House, like, kind of undid it for me. Mm. I was in it, and then I was like, "Why is oh god?" I would agree with you that I think the last episode might have been the weakest of the entire season, in that sense. But again, I loved it so much, and I think you hit a really good point about music. Like, I think Chelsea, Sam, Chelsea has mentioned that Chelsea Stardust director has mentioned this. I think it was her that's mentioned this to me this a couple times as a director. Some of the biggest choices she makes, I think this was her, was when not to use music. Yeah, mm-hmm. like using music is so key. But like on top of that is like when don't I use it? Watch yourself when you're watching a horror movie. The second you're, the, a horror movie is going and the strings pull in and just someone's about to go to open a door, you know what you do? You check your fucking phone. You don't because you don't have to pay attention because right. you know the music's going to tell me when it's time to be scared. Right. <laughs> and it's just it's so I don't know. It makes me nuts. It makes me nuts in trailers. When it's like boom, 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 like the whole time, and I'm just like, Relax. I think the thing in trailers that I really hate Relax. is that is that trick of like the strobing, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. Stop it. Find another trick. <laughs> Let's go back to the Matrix one. No, that's Ooh, one. Yeah. yeah, I really like the Fast the, 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 like, yeah. yes, the more back. Yeah, the right bullet time. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. <laughs> Remember when they used that in Scary Movie Two? <laughs> Oh my god! All right, we should get into the movie. Uh, yeah, you guys, should. everybody, humans, mm-hmm. we're talking Nightmare on Elm Street too. Yeah. Yay! Freddy's Revenge. So this was a pick by Sam and Katya. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> Sorry, America. <laughs> you know, I we do we should tell our audience like we were talking to you guys like we have been a little reluctant to do this movie because 
it's kind of expected. Mm. Um, and we'll get the trailer here in a second, but we're doing it with you guys, and that's super exciting because mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like only you two could bring a fresh take well, and there's a fresh the, I mean, voice to the discussion because a lot of it has been discussed before. Yeah. And what were you going to say? But have you heard? I mean, th- nobody's really psychoanalyzed it from a Russian Orthodox, like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. After Easter, kind of perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like True. that kind of adds a whole yeah. a stained glass window. Into <laughs> also, <there. laughs> you guys being nude just adds like a whole. You don't just, think the wetness is too much? Yeah, well, you know. Mm. Look, I, it's I a mean, good thing the seats are upholstered yeah. the way where mm. we should just wipe them off. <laughs> I asked Michael a while ago, like, can we pick anything? And he's like, I, I'll do anything except for Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> and then I called Katya and I said, What, what should we watch? And you said, I'm so basic. <laughs> So I think I text you back. That is literally the only way. That is what you said. (laughs) Yep. So. Oh my gosh. Without further ado, let's listen to Freddy's Revenge. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh oh. Oh, Brennan. Yeah. Hi, Brennan. Producer Brennan. Producer Producer Brennan. Brennan. I've been hiding in the corner. Um, Yeah. Just to preface this trailer, I did want to say, Mark in Fifty Shades Darker, it's actually love beads and not a butt plug. So I just don't want Mm. people to get mad at you on Twitter. (gasps) God, that changes everything. Anyway, yeah, I would really hate for Fifty Shades Twitter to get <laughs> Someone is coming back to Elm Street. He is not friendly. He is not patient. And he is not a welcome visitor. No! No! But he has something terribly special for the new kid on the block. It started to happen again. Dad! I'm in trouble. You've had some scary dreams, okay? Help! Daddy can't help you now. No, he sure can't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hurt Grady. You are not afraid of him. He doesn't even exist. Meryl. Freddy (laughs) Krueger is back. Oh, Oh, my God. That's mm. enough of that. <laughs> we always not friendly. I don't think we've ever listened to an entire trailer. Eventually, know, we're like, just it's like, time for the trailer. Uh, okay, no, I no, can I always, I can see you getting palpably bored about. <laughs> seconds in. I'm like, it's oh, literally no. like forty five seconds long, and like at second twenty two, we're all like, is it over? Yeah. Because it's like because you know what it's like when you're just listening to it. It sounds like you're like on hold. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like called seven 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 film, yeah. Or like, <laughs> didn't Freddie have a nine hundred number? He did, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like basically, I, feel... I think that's Wells Fargo's whole music these days. <laughs> <laughs> it, sound, it also sounded like a Drag Race intro. Like, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's not friendly. Yeah, I'm she's, over, yeah, not yeah, she's, she's not. She's not. Girl for me. Yeah, she came to slay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, kitty girl! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you should do that. Oh yeah, hey, Freddy girl. Hey, Freddy work. girl. Yeah. Work, yeah. I still think they should do, if they do a Nightmare on Elm Street sequel, Tilda is Freddy. Give oh me god. a female Freddy oh, Krueger. Frederica Krueger. Frederica <laughs> Frida Krueger. Frida? I mean, Frida. female Freddy Krueger, though, Prom Night 2, Hello, Mary Lou. Oh, Just yeah. saying, you know, live for that movie. Now available on Shudder. You know, people are saying, give me Robert England. I would love that, but... Mm. Tilda. She Jimmy just eats chicken wings and kills teens. She's got them on her razors. <laughs> in a caftan. <laughs> in the Christmas sweater, but a caftan. <laughs> All um, right, everybody. Oh, my God. Where do we begin? Shady summaries. Oh, okay. You guys bring them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked and loaded. Katya. Okay, hold on. I have my monogram diary. <laughs> 
That's actually book. true. There is a monogram diary. Little okay. black book. That's right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, so mine was uh, a wet suburban boy can't decide if kissing a female girl is worse than um, being embroiled in a demonic possession uh, murder <laughs> plot. <laughs> I think that's that's like that was the gist of it. That was the gist of it for me. Also, she looked like to me like um, she was like forty percent or like thirty five percent Jennifer Grey and then sixty five percent Meryl Streep. Oh my god, it's so true. So it was, yeah, it was just like um, yeah, it was strange. Yeah. Very, yeah. It is. It's very strange. Yeah. we'll get there. Okay. Sam. The gayest horror movie ever, said your straight friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Snapping. I think. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nay. I didn't. I did not prepare one. Off the cuff. Well, Anything? Off the cuff. Lady. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, Jennifer Tilly. No. Okay. No, please stop. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Nay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't prepare one either. Mark. <laughs> uh, mine is, um, it's boy erased, but now with 100% more undead pedophile. Ooh. Yeah. And mine is one, two, Freddy's coming through you. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, coming in you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, All right. Everybody. So, a little bit, a little bit about Nightmare. Um, it was written by David Chaskin, directed by Jack Shoulder. It was rushed into production right after the unexpected success of the first mm. film, so it was re- and it was released less than a year later. Less than a year? Yeah, oh. less than a year. Wow. It was like eight days short, shy of like the actual one-year anniversary. <laughs> well, it doesn't show at all. At mm. all. No. And I bring that up because, obviously, it shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think the first thing I wanted to talk about, obviously, Jesse... And the opening scene is super, I don't even know. Is it interesting? Is it what? Because I find it very fascinating that it opens with a dream sequence. And for some reason, Jesse here is presented as like the stereotypical 80s nerd. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that the opening is basically a metaphor for the entire movie. It's a, it's a, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie is beginning, and so far everything's fine. And then the bus slash movie is literally driven off the road yeah. <laughs> into the desert. Like, Towards Hanging what I can cliff. only assume is Palm Springs, like yeah. just yeah. like just <laughs> hometown, like that's where the movie's going. <laughs> and so I, I just feel like the movie announces itself right off the bat. I mean, it's, that's a really good way to look at it because I didn't look at it like that Priscilla, at, um, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, Katya. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is like <laughs> Frederica, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> yeah, I love the bus. I love the I that stuck with me like my whole life, like that whole um, bad out of hell thing. And and the I thought it was so funny that they had to like you know oh we got to get away from the guy with the claws, but oh the bus is going to tip, so it was like oh go forward then go back. And was, like, <laughs> I wish that went on for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Well, I mean, it really does. That is a really good, that's really funny because it almost, it, it does kind of tell you like, okay, this is pretty high camp. This movie's going to yeah. be campy. But the thing I really, the, for, watching it this time that stuck out for me is that he has his two bully, like two bullies with him. And like his subconscious is almost like, 
like I took it as like his subconscious is trying to wipe out two of his tormentors. Wait, you mean those two girls? The that two are girls dressed, that like, are limited like, to, or yeah, something? yeah, that are like that call the bus driver driver. Yeah. What are they? And they're like trying they to look at him. No, but they look at him. They look at him, and he's like, "That one's for you. He's a live one." I was like, "I was like, yeah." They're like making fun of Jesse, and it's just like, and I was like, "You're 14, right? Like, go to your just the ten of us audition. Get out of here." May, do you have any any thoughts on the bus scene? Uh, I was just like, how's not how is everyone not losing their teeth? When I see buses bouncing around like that, I always mm. think about <laughs> this kid that was on the bus with me millions and yeah, like millions of years ago, not that long ago. But the the bus hit like a bump. Come like no no bump like anything they hit out in the desert mm. and literally like came down and busted their teeth out on the seat. Oh, and so the whole time I'm just like, everybody's got their teeth still. Buses were so dangerous. Buses were are just, so yes. dangerous. And they were in the back of the bus and it going, yes, the back they would you, be like, their heads yes. would have been gone through the ceiling. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, do you have any thoughts on? Jeez. I'm just here for it. I love that the bus is going like two miles an hour. <laughs> for the first 10 minutes, like the yeah. whole opening, cra- they're not getting anywhere. Yeah. Right, they're going then, down Orange, Dro- Orange Grove Drive. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then all of a sudden we're a miniature in the middle of a pit and we, there's no transition between then and when everything falls out. I'm And, and I'm just screaming because it's like, this is what I want in a film. I just love it's that giving the, me everything. most of the kids get, uh, like they know to get off the bus before they're like, oh, this is my stop before they go to like Hellfire Abyss <laughs> <Yeah>. Lane. <laughs> it's just the three kids left that are like, we live in this really shitty part of town. <laughs> Oh my God. I, I, kids I, all in their late like 20s land of yeah. the lost I like I could know. not just get over the one driver stop <laughs> driver and I'm like call him something else yeah. like maybe he'll listen to you if you're not treating him like right? a chauffeur I still oh think God. the seesaw aspect I think I would really love it if someone That's would funny. super cut yeah. in mm-hmm. somehow uh, back and forth so uh, it just goes yeah. on oh my God. Right. whoever did that I think you sent it to me uh-huh. of The Exorcist, but it was to a Carly J. R- <laughs> <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen yes. song. Oh I want oh that God. person to do it. Is, it's it's sh- song. Sh- I, Have you guys seen this? Mm-hmm. No. We'll show you after the show. Yeah. It is so brilliant. <laughs> it is. It's like, I, I didn't. Amazing. I just came here to dance. Is that the name of the song? I, I didn't just did come here to so. dance. And it's like the priests are walking up to Regan's room, oh and you hear that that song going a little bit, and then as soon as the door, you know, she's flopping. <laughs> the, the music like it's just her kicks. First freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it is perfect. We'll play it after. It's to you guys. so good. So, all right. So, I'm gonna kind of go in chronological order. If you guys mm. are okay with that. Mm. So, no. <laughs> right, on page four, I have. Um, so. Next is, I want to play a clip, mm. and it's mm. right after this. Ooh. It's Jesse's first earth-shattering scream. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, Brennan has a clip for me here that I would like to lead into a little discussion about some sweat and some screams. Oh, my God. <laughs> so wet. It goes on forever. Mm. <laughs> Mommy, why can't Jesse wake up like everybody else? Honey, he's all right. He's just having a bad dream. Yeah. Mommy, why is he gay? <laughs> yeah. I think that Child Protective Services should be called into any situation where a child wakes up on the daily screaming like that, and the mom is like, 
I don't know, honey. Yeah, I'm just kicking eggs here. I can't stop. <laughs> I'm sure it's just your average garden variety dream. Yeah. I don't know. I would think. Of, I would hope as a parent, if my child screams for 14 straight seconds, <laughs> I might run up the stairs and yeah. check them out. Yeah, they're pretty blasé about the whole thing. <laughs> uh, okay, tired of that shit. I have compassion fatigue. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like drama queen. He, yeah, he wake up like that every morning. Like, I don't give a shit. All right, Jesse, we get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You need it's our a bad dream. Mm. Yeah, when it changes from sweat to blood, call us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in that breakfast room. Breakfast room. In the room of food. <laughs> The, the kitchen. Um, <laughs> did anyone notice that by the phone there's a little chalkboard and um, every time they cut to that kitchen scene, there's a different message on oh, it? Oh, no, really? Zach, yeah. yeah. It's and like the first Joey and Chandler's that. apartment in Friends. Yeah. <laughs> the first one right. in the morning is, call Rhonda. And oh, I'm like, Rhonda. who's Rhonda? Help and then later Rhonda. it's, Zach called. And I'm like, who's Zach? Yeah. Who are these people? What movie are they in? Can I, and can I watch it <laughs> instead of this one? Sam, you said there's a penis, Yeah, right? you skipped over my favorite part, which oh. is where he flips up his boner. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that I've up. I've never seen somebody so, just grab their... He literally, yeah. like, that was in a section I want to bring up about the gay imagery of the movie because... It's a little heavy-handed. He literally flips his boner down. Yeah. Like... Yeah. adjusts it and then they cut his hands in his pants he pulls it out and almost falls over and then they immediately cut to two egg yolks yep. oh, yeah. that just look like a set of testicles yep. mm-hmm. which I think is like how did this director not know he was making a gay movie because yeah, the director it's... claims he had no idea oh yeah okay that he didn't know that there was a lot of gay subtext <laughs> going on it's not even subtext. it is hard to tell yeah Hard to tell. You said there's a penis on the wall. Yeah, guys, if you look next to where the chalk uh, chalkboard is, there's like a cock shaped jello mold. Oh, yeah, it's like a dick and balls. And it even looks like Jesse over there. Yeah, it says gay, gay, gay on it. Suck this, this, son. (laughs) Um, But there's an interesting aspect to this scene, too. It's really subtle. And Mark, I think you had mentioned before pre-show that you had noticed it, but the look of fucking contempt on the mom's face oh, oh, yeah. when so he's bad. screaming. <laughs> right, May? Like She's like, I hate my gay son. Yeah. <laughs> like She's like, ugh, there's mommy's little faggot. Soaking <laughs> <laughs> wet again. <laughs> Rise and shine. Right? Like, it's clear that the parents are like, there's our gay son screaming again. Like, yeah. they hate yeah. that he's waking up screaming. You know, like he woke up going, like, girl! <laughs> Like, Sorry, hi. Like, he's having like another night terror, night terror, because it's clear that the, the way they react that this is normal yeah. ever since they moved into this home, right? The the, the supposed Nancy house, because it's clearly not the same. House. Okay, I, I cannot wait to talk about this part because the fact that like he's in his room and they're unpacking, and Lisa walks in and she's like, "Hey, what's this?" And there's like a diary in the closet, and I'm just like, first of all. Yeah. Who I want to meet the realtor who was like, I'm just going to leave this here for the drama. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, it's like, oh, that crazy girl whose mom died in the middle of the house. You know what? I'm sure the new owners probably won't. <laughs> like Jesse didn't notice it. His mom didn't no. notice it. His dad didn't notice it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, any movie with a diary is just inherently gay. Absolutely. Right? That's a really good point. <laughs> Anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to have to check the closets when I move in to this new place on Saturday. Seriously. Because now I'm a little yeah. worried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that how Annabelle was turned up in, in 
in one of these movies. Oh, yeah. Someone was like, here we are in our new home. Oh, look at this. Someone left a monster doll. doll. Annabelle started, well, in the first Conjuring, it was like the opening scene. Right. But. She was a cameo. Yeah, and I think (laughs) in the first Annabelle movie, they find her in a toy store oh. buyer mm. for his preg- he buys her for his pregnant wife because oh, what pregnant divorce. woman doesn't want a Sorry, divorce. three okay. foot yes. tall demonic doll uh, anyway back, <laughs> back to this bed so <laughs> back to flipping boners alright I want to talk about the gay imagery in the film I have no question for you guys um, in regards to that I just think it is you know like Grady's body is uh, also constantly sweaty. Thank you. His green shorts, <laughs> gay. Mm. I also want to flip them down, do some things. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I saw your deleted tweet about his abs. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at Brennan's jaw on the floor. Um, you know, as Sam said, why does he have a pleather comforter and where can he get that, one? Oh my god, I want Both one so bad. I've never noticed that. That is I, I was, that blew my mind. Well, just the whole look of his room. Like I was like, does he sleep in an IKEA? Because <laughs> it, it literally looks like one of those like I, that I remember walking through as a kid, it's like crazy. going like I want that room. Yeah, I mean like the, the red imagery is like the coach wearing a leather harness, like <laughs> like the shower, the the locker room in it's it's like a Titan Men locker room, like mm-hmm. at this high school. I'm like, what's Titan Men? <laughs> yeah, it's really really good home videos. My mom has net nanny on the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did anybody shower in high school? Because I certainly never did. I never did after gym class because yeah. you didn't have time. I did. You did. Really but I did after like practice. Naked oh yeah, yeah. 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 Really. Dicks out. Wait, what kind of do you pra- like a sport? Uh, yeah, I was a swimmer after oh, okay. play, after play <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> After biology, we would we would just with the teacher at the time. Oh, no, we didn't have showers, but we also did it in my gym class. Really? Right. Yeah, I never showered after gym because we didn't have time. But I showered after practice in the sports I played in high school, and did I showered you, after games. Did you have to bring your own towel? You had to bring everything. Yeah. Fuck. We didn't have a gym or showers. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. we didn't have showers. You went, to, you went to Footless, Footloose High yeah, School. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to Jesus Camp. Damn. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. I remember showers. being really showers nervous to shower. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, as a yeah. queer teenager, like mm-hmm. not like knowing I was, like not fully knowing I was queer, but there was something there. Yeah. And like being scared to be naked in front of other boys and I didn't yeah. know why. Mm-hmm. And it was like traumatizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like super traumatizing. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the aggro boys like literally walking around like dick flopping like trying to make it flop Mm -hmm. sliding in the shower Mm. like literally playing with each other like keep going yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, hang on let me flip this you know what let's talk about this (laughs) there was the guy you know that um, dick in the box thing from Saturday Night Live Mm -hmm. yes that happened in my high school uh, middle school middle school seventh grade this boy was like, um, it was a paper bag, like his lunch. Oh my god! And he's just like, um, he's like, you want a, you want a pretzel, buddy? I got, I got, I got pretzels in my to bag. You? Not to me. <laughs> I wish, but and then yeah, you'd yank on his wiener. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that paper cut. <laughs> and that boy is now that school principal. <laughs> <laughs> he is Supreme Court Justice. Oh. Um. <laughs> I have a question hey. though, because why? So the he meets them at the bar and then brings them back to the school. Can we talk about this bar, Don's place? Don's place. Um, first of all, where is it? 
It's like in in a, under a highway it's underpass. In a suburb. Is this supposed to be in Illinois? Why do I think that? I think it's still. It's I think Ohio. this before they announced Ohio. that the oh, Springwood movies Ohio. took place in Ohio. Yeah, because the first movie clearly takes or Indiana on the bus. It says Springwood IND. Or might be E-I-N-C, meaning, like, incorporated as I, far as, like, the school district. Okay, I, I don't know. I know the first movie it is Ohio, supposedly. Well, there's the whole yeah, series is supposed to take yeah. place in Ohio, but the license okay. plates in the first two films say California. Okay. Oh, our little secret. Yeah. Um, um, I just, I love that bar because it's, like, there, it's it's a, it's mid-80s straight people's idea of, like, an edgy yeah. straight yes. bar. <laughs> or a gay bar. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like, there's this a couple of, like, Sam rough like looking guys, on the edge and then of the seat like yeah. I'm a woman yes. with colored hair mm-hmm. and whatever. Queer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was just like, okay, I'm not really sure what Don, who owns the bar, is into, what his thing is. Played whatever. by what's his face. I have questions. And the, the music, I was like, what is this music? Anyway, it's the Star Wars Cantina. Yeah, yeah oh, totally. Slasher movies. I don't. He fits don't. right in his what soaked pajamas or whatever he's wearing. <laughs> Which is a look, honey. Yeah. And speaking of nightmares, so- he's like every straight person's nightmare where it's like he's he's here to convert your kid like the child or child i mean he's a teen he shows up to this bar mm-hmm. the coach takes him home the only or at home to school the only out like quote out gay person in this movie is coach a sexual Snyder. predator coach Snyder. right yeah yeah in with a, a like horrible farmer's tan, like a horrible, horrible farmer's so tan. And that that uh, vest was awful. It's so unflattering. <laughs> it's so unflattering. It looked like, least, a, like a totally like a woman's vest. No, it's not even from, a like, harness. Like, Army. No. I know. It's like what? It's like the like you know fetish wear from Chico's. No, yeah, exactly. it's not. No. Yeah, it was like a true value vest. The like, back was fabric. It wasn't even all. Yeah, it wasn't. Come on. No, I don't know. Also, on top of it. um, this, you know, Coach Snyder, who just, I don't know why, but uh, this time watching it, I was like, oh, you just know he smells like lunch meat. Like he's just oh, so yeah, grotesque. Like a lunchable? Bologna. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a, like, a, like yeah. a lunchable after you peel the salad. <laughs> <laughs> that first whiff. Oh, ah, yes. so, but like, so, so <laughs> But like, but, the ham but he's one too. such I'm a starving. But no. he's a, you know, <laughs> I don't go for like two. But but, but, uh, but he's so a straight person's idea yes. of someone in in the BDSM yeah. fetish community. Mm-hmm. Every uh, leatherman or any any anyone involved in BDSM I've ever met is warm, is intuitive, is kind, is probably a, like emotionally way healthier than your average bear. Yeah. And like Coach Snyder clearly like totally. there's no such thing as a safe word with Coach Snyder and I'm just like yeah sorry this is totally Yeah, and when like his leather pants get ripped off he should have had on a leather jock strap. Something. Thank you. Right? Or a butt plug in there. Yeah. Yeah something. Something Something yeah. to go along with the the, the outward outward outfit. <laughs> yeah, the production designer really dropped the ball on that little mm. detail. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of balls, we're also like forgetting the fact that it's an entire scene of oh, balls yes. flying at his face. Sports are going to get you. Yes. Yeah. You want the extended cut where it just teeters back and forth? Yeah. I want one where we just keep seeing him unfazed by the balls yeah. flying at his face. Yeah. Literally like, keep cutting back to him. Sitting there like, no response. Yeah. chewing gum. gum. Yeah. Like, this seems normal. He's like, again? <laughs> it would be funny, like, if it went on and on and, like, a, like a FedEx delivery truck of more balls showed up. <laughs> it's just like, it was so, so ridiculous. Freddie, I have your ball shipment. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Nate, oh what, do, God. what do you think? Like, what do you think of the coach? Oof. I, you know, it's just so offensive when you see how straight people depict 
like our community and like why they thought that that was the most poppin' ass Leatherman coach they could have made. <laughs> I was like, are you serious right now? Like the 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 space between you and me is so large, mm-hmm. and you will ne- you will never get this. And you should have just paid a gay person to make it look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there would have been a leather jock strap on, yeah, under those yeah. leather pants, a harness. Yeah. Um, the dildo. We're not going to. I mean, sorry, you said because we love cruising. We're not going to like pretend yeah. that like okay, all right, you want to do like a scary fetish, uh, a scary BDSM guy. Okay, yeah. fine, yeah. But like, do That's it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what is the plausibility that the people making the scene didn't know it was gay? I know that's a conversation mm-hmm. that comes up, but it's like. Did they really not know? Well, I mean, the is director claims we... claims or claimed, and I don't know if the person's still alive, but he always says that he had no idea. And the writer, for the longest time, always said he didn't do it intentionally. And then I think around the time uh, the Elm Street Legacy film came out, he finally acknowledged that, like, yeah, it, it was a subtext was written into the script. And as they were filming it, Mark Patton's performance, according to the writer, brought it out further. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> what are you trying um, to insinuate? Yeah. But <laughs> like, huh? Like, I don't know. Like, I would love to talk about that Mark Patton's performance and that uh, whole debate because that grosses me out. I mean, and I, I have quotes from Mark about the writer saying that and Mark is not a happy person about that kind of stuff and yeah. right, rightfully so. Like, because for the longest time, the the writer would actually like quote unquote like blame him mm-hmm. for the film being found as like a queer film. He oh, would like I he love the idea like, that upset this, with him. I love the idea that this movie is somehow unsuccessful because only of <laughs> of Mark Patton. It's like, right, please. like yeah. Sorry, you didn't pass for straight enough. And you know what? Ugh. It has a legacy today because of him. Like yes. so, Mr. Writer Man, yeah. you should be really thankful yeah. that people are still talking about your Suck movie. Suck it, Thirty three years later, <laughs> um, but I think there is some validity to his character being the reason why people think it's gay. And this is this is why. He is the closest thing we have to a final girl. We have, uh, like, final guys like uh, Halloween H2O where we have Josh right. Hartnett. but or they're Devin Sawa he's like, in Final Destination. Right, but yeah. they're not sexualized in the way we sexualize our final girls. We see so much dick through white boxers, or white briefs in this movie. We right. see mm-hmm. him flip up his boner. We see him scream and get emotional. We see him cry twice. Cry, like, actual tears. Shirt open, Women, soaking wet. Yeah. Like, we like, see our final girls cry all the time, right? But we don't see our final guys cry. What we have in this movie is, like, a feminized... I, which I hate, but we, I think people feminize his character and it's actually misogyny is the reason why we look at that and reject him. Yeah, but they flip the script well, right off so the bat because they show his butt and the girl's like, nice ass. Well, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. So I was oh going to bring that up yeah. and we actually have that clip. Everyone's so um, horny. You yeah. know, she we, is a oof. Mm, Gary? Let's uh, play, play nice ass for us. Nice ass. <laughs> 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 My favorite is, like, is, is actually early on when they're on the baseball field, which is also gym class is just like weird at the school. Yeah. Right. Because there's like, like the, seven of them going on on one field. Well, first of all, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the boys are all on the baseball diamond, right? And, and the girls are cooking. Bit, and the, no, the, girl, <laughs> <laughs> the girls are doing archery. Oh, archery. Which there's straight up archery happening in the corner. And, and the boys are playing softball, which is quote unquote like the female version of b- baseball, right? And the girls are actually doing like the more quote unquote like <laughs> aggressive sport, I guess. I just love that Lisa's introduced basically with a friend doing like her friend is like, so you getting any of that, Lisa? And I know. Like, I mean Lisa's like Lisa's like, just calm down, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. <laughs> well, it's like you get you sucking on any big ones yet? Yeah, yeah, like, you getting laid by that yeah. yet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is also super confusing because it's like 
do they know Jesse? Well, how long has Jesse been here? Did he move yesterday? Yeah. Then Grady's like his best friend a week later. Yeah. He asked him at one point, do you live around here? It's like, dude, you go to the local high school. Everyone lives around I don't here. Know. <laughs> the way but, that Grady flirts with him on that baseball diamond, um, I love. Mm. Like his little butt. Doing yeah, No, no, right before he like distracts oh. him with a little wiggle. Yeah. Oh. And then he gets hit in the face with a baseball. And oh. by the way, Jesse's outfield, so we know he's gay. I was outfield. <laughs> that's where you put in little league. That's where you in put right the kids field. who don't want to play, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. It's true. <laughs> so you brought up uh, Sam. You brought up like the, and I think Katya, you said the same thing too. Like there is, there is a big flip of the gender norms mm. in this film, and let's discuss that a little bit. Is it positive? Is it negative? Is it a little bit of both? What say you, Nay? Hmm. Mm. Uh. It, it, it's definitely a little bit of both. It's definitely a little bit of both. Because the thing that always blows my mind, kind of, who just like a few minutes ago was talking about them feminizing Sam. Sam. It's like gay is as gay does. So, of course, like if a gay man does this, then that's what gay men do. And if they do the complete opposite, that's also what gay men do. And right. I just feel like it's, <laughs> it's like always interesting to watch how people think um what it means to flip right. to flip that and it just always comes back to, to the point that people are just so fucking boring like i feel like that <laughs> it always goes down to that how boring and basic and unimaginative fucking straight people are honestly <laughs> fucking straight people Super like really and that you is it is i'm with you 100 percent. and i'm just so glad i made the team so i'm not to you know i'm like oh my god what if i was that undimensional and like fucking boring and, and like that's your imagination that's yeah. your creativity is like just make him a gay guy yeah. like you know what i mean like it, it's like you said there's there's gay men that of all different of all kinds. different origins and all different just yeah. all different kinds and it's like it's the best you could do. Be- well, this this comes down to like I think the misnomer that Nightmare on Elm Street Two is a gay movie. One hundred percent. At the end of the day, watching it, I hadn't seen it in a while, and then watching it again last night, I was like, no, Nightmare on Elm Street Two is a horror movie for fragile young small town girls who everyone at theater camp told them they look a little like Meryl Streep, and <laughs> also they cannot stop barking up the wrong tree, and also their name is Lisa. Yeah. Like. It's- <laughs> Like, it, 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 it is entirely, it's almost like Jesse stops being the subject of his own movie halfway through, and then it becomes about, can the power of this thirsty young girl's love yes. save this yeah. gay heterosexuality boy? Right. save this gay boy from the and I mean, his ultimate demise? And I mean, look, if we're talking histrionics, okay, look, I'm not wild about Margaret Patton's performance. I think it's, like, histrionic to the point of, like, insanity, but I think everybody... <laughs> Is histrionic in this movie? I mean, like, what's her name? Lisa delivers a performance straight out of stage door manner, as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, like, by the time, like, Freddie is, like, threatening her, I'm just like, you guys, like, calm the fuck down. Like, this is, like, they are so over the top, all of them in this movie. It's crazy. Yeah, she's, a, Lisa's a total kook, too, because, like, pretty early on, she's like, um, oh, it must be your newfound psychic abilities. I wonder if we can connect to the energy. Yeah. Because, like, 
Oh, she's crazy. Oh, so you're, she, we're she's a Reiki healer now. Yeah, like, and like what, where did you find that first dot that you're connecting to this dot? Like, yeah. yes. where the fuck did she, you just come up with that? She's you found a diary. She's crazy. He basically <laughs> keeps telling her, she's like, hey, Jesse, how are you? He's like, I'm gay. And she's like, okay, I'll see you later. And then, okay, like, you can fight it. We'll talk after class. Yeah, no, the next scene, she's like, you want to hang out? And he's like, I, drink, I killed Coach Snyder. She's like, hey, that's great. Let's go to that abandoned child rape steel mill. <laughs> yeah, immediately after. Yeah. And solve the mystery of yeah. your homosexuality yeah, like, like it's just yeah. she's this her character is he runs away from her to go be in Grady's bedroom later that night she's like it's gonna be fine it's insane yeah. has anyone ever <laughs> seen the movie Pretty Poison with Tuesday no. Weld and Anthony Perkins no. no oh my god it's fabulous it's so good you guys have to see it Tuesday Weld okay Tuesday Weld in this movie <laughs> she reminded me of Tuesday Weld where, and I'll explain why is Tuesday Weld plays a cheerleader in a small town in the late 60s and she's really like gorgeous and bored and just sort of hanging out mm-hmm. and Anthony Perkins is a recently released uh, sort of a for lack of a better term, mental patient, uh, who is a fabulous and cannot stop inventing stories. And um, he comes to this town and he finds her and he spots her and he makes her his mark and he's just like, I'm a, I'm a spy and I need, I need you to help me because he's going to seduce her. And she just, she's so bored in this town, she goes along with it. Mm. But the problem is, is that as, as he goes on, he realizes that she's way more dangerous and way quote-unquote crazier than he ever was. Mm. <laughs> and, she's, and so like Lisa reminds me of that character, but yeah. like yeah. in a shitty way. <laughs> that, yeah. like, that she's just like, she just buys into like whatever's going on. Like if you had a boy next door going like, Showing up at your house covered in blood. A man taking like, over my Come body. Come sit down on the couch. People. Let's talk about yeah. it. I was just like, she, she is nuts. Yeah. She is yeah. Not right. And she's like, girl, there's like other boys. Yeah, in I was going to say, you know, <laughs> ain't one think that good. Well, he killed a lot of right people. Yeah. <laughs> and Grady's perfect. Well,. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but at the end of the day, he threw his grandma down the stairs and got grounded for it. Okay. So. Is that a joke? <laughs> I thought it was a joke. They literally don't treat it like a joke. And then he's grounded. He's literally home no, and he in He was bed. just flirting with his boyfriend, Jesse, guys. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Like, I don't care. I love Brady. Sandwiches. He obviously didn't want to sleep with that girl. He's yeah. no. all about Jesse. And then Jesse's like, shut up. And then he's like, uh, and I leaves. think Grady. I mean, this is like the gayest Grady. Grady I think Jesse Grady doesn't it. define as straight. Doesn't define as gay. Grady is poly. Grady <laughs> is fluid, and he he doesn't care who it is as long as he has a a, a connection with the person. Aww. And in that moment, it was Jesse. He was con- comfortable with himself, mm. right? He was okay. So Fifty Shades of Grady. Oh, oh. So Grady, you know, let's talk about Grady a little bit, okay? Please, because. Mm. He he's the only person in this film that doesn't want anything from Jesse, yeah. other than a friendship. Mm-hmm. He's the only person that reaches out to Jesse from a like a true place, like where Lisa's like a desperate, yeah, like you're not gay, I swear, mm-hmm. type person. His parents really ignore the shit out of Jesse. Um, his little sister's unnecessary. Um, I wish you would have killed her. <laughs> <laughs> I did love her little like finger things that she had though. <laughs> okay, same. Right? I was like, girl, just go up in your room and play with those the rest of the movie. <laughs> what was You're that like here. racist I mean, she box was, of cereal? Oh, 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 I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she waves the fingers at him, she's like, I see you, queen. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how'd you sleep, man? Yeah. <laughs> so Grady, so Grady, I feel like, is a very centered person in this movie, and it's, like, really the one accepting Jesse for who he is. And I think we have a clip of him talking to Jesse, 
kind of during the middle of all this that kind of, to me, it kind of sums up his character. So, Brennan, do you mind playing that? Hey, you want to go out and go to a movie or something, hang out? He's got a mouthful of food, by the way. Take these things off your mind, right, go to a picture or something. Hey, guys. Hi, Ronnie. So, are you going to Lisa's house tomorrow night? Nope. <laughs> I'm grounded. How come? I threw my grandmother down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Jesse. Hot. Jesse, I think you should eat something. I'm not hungry. I wish you would talk to me. You know, we can figure it out. We can figure it out together. There is nothing to figure out. I don't know why you're wasting the time with this guy's bastard case. Shut up, Grady. <laughs> so flaring. Fine, I'll shut up. No problem. See you around, buddy. Lovers quarrel. Yeah, and like yeah. at the end, he's kind of like, love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Grady, like, Grady knows he can like chew the food, right? He <laughs> literally like, has like four milks in front of him, like four sandwiches. <laughs> he's shoving them in like one at a time. I kind of mm. love it because like, I remember having so much food as a high school kid. Just like, like, I don't swallow. Yeah. Just keeping it in there. Okay? <laughs> Store it. <laughs> Store it. Um, she, the, Lisa in that scene is acting like she's... They've been married for 20, 20 years. Right, and, and they she's can figure this like, out. If they girl, put- give him some fucking space. He doesn't want to talk to you. Ugh. Like, <laughs> I think she's probably gay, too. I feel Ooh, like I was in love with a gay boy. Hot twist. You know, I feel like I was in love with a gay boy. Well, now I know I was in love with a gay boy way back when. Um, and I feel like a lot of the men I've been attracted to in my life were gay men. You know, which is just the gayest thing I could possibly do, really. <laughs> you know, when you they know. finally hook up in the cabana, it's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable because, and... like, he spends a lot of, uh, like, a lot of time in her cleavage, and they keep cutting to, like, an overhead shot of Lisa kind of looking like, what's happening? What's he doing? Yeah, she's, like, counting What's she doing? And you know what? I think, Nay, you're actually onto yeah. something. I, I think never shot She's like, the energy. She's definitely a dyke. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm a Reiki healer, yeah. dyke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is spending a lot of time in her cleavage, but she never is. actually no, touching her he cleavage. Moves her boobs yeah. out of the way. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, let's get rid of these. Like the Red Sea. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's create... <laughs> create a highway here I can kind of focus yeah. on. Let's explore your sternum. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so bizarre. And I'm like, wait, is he gonna go down on her or is no. he just like, I want to play with your belly button? No. He's like, I'm the- wasting time right now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I don't know, I'm praying for a miracle. <laughs> I'm, he's like praying <laughs> for Freddie at that right moment. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Between the titties and nowhere else. So then he runs to Grady. Yeah. But that nasty mm-hmm. tongue. Mm. Oh, I know. That nasty tongue comes out. I wish you would have puked on her though. Yeah, a little exorcist. You know that would have been more impactful. If she saw that tongue, she probably would have been like, yeah. "Okay, get back down." Yeah, get back. <laughs> <laughs> like she would have been like, "All this hard work has been worth it." <laughs> yeah. oh there are these moments that this movie has, though, that I end up identifying with as a queer person so hard. Like when he's making out with her and the tongue comes out, the part of me that was like has made out with a girl and is like, "God, I don't want her to notice I'm not hard right now," or whatever. Right? right. Like these moments in the make, it's like, "Is she gonna know?" And then he he tries to hide it. Like the tongue comes out and he has to like, "I've got to go." Mm-hmm. Like there are these things that, and, and the film does that again with the parents um, earlier on and when they're talking about trying to change him. And I just think that, uh, I don't know, that's why as a gay person I identify with him. Like, oh, this is a gay film. But at the end of the day, I agree with you, Mark. It's just, it's not at the same time. But those moments I identify with. Well, I think, Sam, you had mentioned something to me in an email and I think I, wa- I wanted to read it. I think I have it here. Um, so talking about Jesse and... Lisa, Sam had emailed me and said, I asked him if he wanted me to pull any clips, and we can actually play these clips right after this if we wish. 
But uh, Sam, you had mentioned the whole sequence when Lisa tells Jesse to fight it and you created him, you can destroy him, mm-hmm. are all vaguely reminiscent of things you heard from churchy friends when you were coming to terms with your own sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting to me, and this is Sam, is that while gays celebrate this film, it doesn't celebrate us back. And I actually read that and was like sitting at yeah, my desk yeah. alone, snapping my fingers <laughs> and like, okay, that's the movie. Like, yeah. So we're done here. <laughs> um, but I think that is the smartest take I've heard on this film ever to be perfectly honest with you and um, I'm not saying that because you're my friend and I love you I think it's a very very amazing take Um, and my any hesitation I had about discussing this film was completely erased when I read that because I was like that is a fresh fucking take and that is a real fucking take and it's an honest take I think too many people want to embrace stuff just because it's quote-unquote gay and never want to look at, like, okay, you can, but let's look at it. Let's, like, actually discuss it honestly. Let's, let's, 33 years later, let's maybe talk about the problems with the movie because that's the only way we can keep moving forward. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah, no But anyone have anything else to say on Sam's wonderful words? Because I think it's beautiful, and maybe we can play those clips to kind Mm -hmm. of... I mean, I think it's primarily just an exploding bird com- um, movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a movie about how the riding the school bus is just cool. not yeah. cool. safe. <laughs> Period. Beginning, ending. I don't know. I kind of liked riding the bus because it was always like a good boner. You'd always get the bus boner. Uh, that's from bouncing what? up and down. What is the bus boner? That's a real what? thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bus boner. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you never got bus boners from bouncing. When they were bouncing on that street, I'm like, I want to ride that bus. <gasps> I'd get the yeah. biggest B. <laughs> Is anyone else with yeah, me? I, I, bus I think every single day I had one. Yeah. Oh my god, go get yeah. a bus right fucking now. Yeah. I, wanna, <laughs> I never yeah. had a bus. Don't need a Sibian, so cool. just get a school bus. I, You've never had a bus boner? No. Okay, I maybe. don't know what you're talking about, but I have Bumpy I did bus. see junior high kids humping a bus seat once. He had so a bus boner. Might, it might have been you, actually. Uh, I hope wow, not. Wow, that's wild. I'm like 30 years older than me. Um, <laughs> could I add one thing to yeah, that? Please I mean, it's do. not bus boner related. But um, we can we can get away from the she'll boner be there. bus. <laughs> if we <laughs> she'll be there. Just we'll flip it up. Um, if we accept this movie as a gay film, right? Or we accept this as a metaphor and Freddie is the metaphor for queerness oh. and he's the villain and he's vanquished by a kiss. Then we're accepting that queerness is the villain. We're accepting, and it's only can be only yeah. be erased so by heterosexuality, right? Damn. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like even those moments that I identify so hard with, and I'm like, yes, this is me, or oh, I know that teenage moment. Then at the end, it is the bad thing, and that's where what's hard about a lot of the films you guys talk about, you know. And, I, and when I listen, Agreed. I want to scream at you know right back with you because it's like I can love and embrace a horror film that has queer elements, but so often the queer elements are tied to the villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, well then what, what am I saying? How do I divorce myself from that moment and enjoy the ride? And so for me, I do love this movie. Of course. But yeah. I also know that's not okay. And that's why in the future, like we have to have these conversations so that we don't fuck it up again. It's true. Freddie we actually really, have. Freddie really is coded as queerness in this movie it, to the point where even like that Lisa's horrible um, pool party, like he crashes it kind of like, Emma, <laughs> and like kind of like Emma Roberts and Scream Queens. Like he's like, surprise, <laughs> yeah. bitch. Like, I love Emma Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> like that we haven't yes. even discussed the fact that like this, there's, We've, there's so much queerness that we've discussed. We haven't even discussed the fact that in the second film in the series, they completely break their own rules. Yeah. And Freddy's in the real world pretty much the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Yukata. And he has like magical, like he can sort of like appear and disappear. Yeah. I entered this world through this gay boy. Yeah. Yeah, and then he like rips apart. Rips apart Jesse's Who's body, fine? but then like oh, ten yeah. minutes later, he's like standing yeah. up and he's like, yeah. "I well, did this." I don't, know, yes. I don't know if it was in it, like the filmmaking is just inept, and we're supposed to sell the, the the movie's trying to sell this idea that because Jesse is not actually disemboweled by Freddy mm-hmm. coming through him, but rather he's it's a possession. I don't know if it, they're breaking the rules by mm-hmm. stating it's a possession movie, and it seems like Freddy's standing in front of everybody, but it's in it's fact really Jesse. Yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, that said, it's still it's still breaking. Its rules. I think mm. it thought it was, you know, sort of trying to, you know, expand. Yeah, I mean, it Freddy's was trying something different. Yeah, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Because no. weren't you mm. waiting for that gay bar scene to be a dream? Like they had the red yeah. lighting and everything, red and green, and then they're in the gym. Sure. And the gym is lit red, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a weird dream. No, and then and it's like, you're like, no, it's just oh no, he was going to fuss his coat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Was, were there any? Were there really any dreams in the movie? Because he does wake up screaming several times. But now I'm trying to think like six times. Are they dreams or are they like blackouts? Like where Freddy's possessed mm. him mm. and he comes to in bed, covered in a gallon of water that he created himself. Yeah. And then proceeds to walk down the hallway with his shirt open. Yeah. Mm. And then he wakes up going, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and his mom is down there making bacon, <laughs> rolling her eyes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. When she comes, when he comes downstairs, like, around the time he starts stopping sleeping, and he goes downstairs, and his mom looks at him, and she fully goes, like, well, you're looking better. And, like, he looks at her, Mark Patton serves her a look. <laughs> like, it's just, like... Bitch. <laughs> like, he just looks at her like, excuse yeah. me. Like, it's so not even. It, it's fabulous. Yeah, he there's is something between fantastic. those two. I don't know what it is. There's yeah. something between them. Something, something happened. There's the a mom. lot of. He li- yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of daddy shit in this movie. Like, Freddie's like, Daddy can't help you now. Yeah. I need you, Jesse. And then, like, later, I his dad. You. His dad. Uh, his dad says to him. <laughs> He says, what are you taking and who's giving it to you? Yeah. <laughs> Dick. All of that. Yeah, I, know, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, Good, goodness. Well, it's so interesting that in a lot of 80s, it, it, it made me chuckle a little bit because in a lot of 80s movies, looking back on it, like it was the, the go-to in parent, for parents in these movies was drugs yeah. because we were in yeah. such like a drug fear world because of the Reagans. Mm-hmm. So every teenager was always doing drugs in these movies. It was always... Well, no, like I'm being stalked by a serial killer. Yeah. Um, also, he's haunting me through my dreams. Through my dreams. Yeah. Also, Lisa. Also, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like three people around me have died. Yeah. It's not drugs. It's death. Yeah. Oh but it, it, <sighs> something else I noticed this time while watching it, and I don't know if it means anything or if you guys have anything to say, is all the victims in this film are men, which is interesting. I, real, well, I mean, except for Carrie at the very end. In, on the bus. Right, and to me, it's like another, it's kind of like the first just, movie just didn't beginning. happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really sad for me. <laughs> the, Hand through the chest? No, yeah, she, because she was like um, <laughs> the best one in the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> she was really sex positive. Yeah, she was like, yeah. she really was. She was like, you getting any cock, Barbara? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to work on, you know, she's like, I'm very encouraging, she's very open-minded, she was yeah. very stylish. She, you know, <laughs> True. She had like a wet look shag at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Her and Grady had the same haircut, which I yeah. kind of loved. She had the weird um, owl, kind of. <laughs> yeah, she, she had like a wet Jerry Crow at one point. It was. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
<laughs> she was awesome. Uh, so good. I, I also think she was really good because she had the least amount of scream time. <laughs> oh, wait, it's there. Put it up at the end. You can see her like waiting for her line <laughs> to deliver. It's like, like she almost that, interrupts him twice. Yeah. She's, <laughs> just, she's like doing saying, like yeah. eight counts in her head. Okay, this is my moment. <laughs> Here, it, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> wait, say it again. Uh, say it again. <laughs> uh, all right, budget. so. I mean, are we missing any big discussion of this movie? Because wait, I have something yeah. to say. Yeah, please. Um, I it was like um, I at the end, I hated that Freddie was like um, like a sad old man. Like a, he when he was like you know uh, what the fuck was the kiss uh, like, in the boiler room? When yeah, he's like I was defeated by love. I was like I, love really. It yeah. was okay. That is absolute trash. Yeah, there's garbage. no love there. It's it's horrible. So like, she I, what I saw, Jesse yeah. doesn't love her. No, I know. I saw like literally, um, a, like a, a crazy Nate girl trying to pull a head. gay man, like on like pull one of his legs, and then yeah. like a creepy pedophile serial killer trying to pull the other. Yes, one. Mm-hmm. and then you, you just, belong to us. Yeah, there's no in between. There's yeah. no like uh, quote unquote like. I can't, lack of a better term off the top of my head, there's like nor, no normal no. space for him. It's yeah. either heterosexuality or you're a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then your last ditch effort for some kind of like um, evolved normalcy then just gets the fucking knives through her chest. Yeah. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is bisexual erasure. <gasps> oh, oh, right. oh, was that your finger? I just. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just touched Michael's hand. Yeah. Fuck so. you, Nightmare on Elm Street too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sam, I'm with you. I like I I I love it in the way that I imagine uh, like certain women can love a movie like Showgirls. Kind of like it's like it's doing everything. I love that movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's literally getting everything wrong. Right. In every way, shape, and form. Boxes. And yet that's why you love it. It's like a stupid Roomba that just keeps like hitting a wall <laughs> over it. And you're like, oh, like it's just. I mean, there's you know. so much to unpack in this movie. We didn't even discuss him dancing in his bedroom. Mm. Oh. Want to play that? That's my love language. Where'd it go? <laughs> that's how you clean your room, right? <laughs> I wish everybody could see what just happened. How do you like that, man? <laughs> he literally tossed socks in his. Yeah. How do you like that, Dad? He does a sunglass change, okay. too, I believe. Uh-huh. He's got like the saddest boxes filled with the saddest stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this playing under the background. That's oh, great. Do. Uh, I'm a chwet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa. He literally stands Lisa up and she's like, that's weird. I guess I should just go to his house. I told you. <laughs> she like looks at him like dead-eyed. Yeah. Like, I told, yeah. your mo- I told your mom you invited me over. I'm going to help you unpack your personal things. What's oh, this? Look, a diary. A diary. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't she like, where does this go? And she's holding his jock strap. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. There's, yeah. Um, and then the... Then she sniffs it for four minutes. Itch. It's the, the yes. jock itch. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that's when you see the probe, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, God, soft touches <laughs> and subtle. <laughs> Mom busts in on him in that room like she does not have a teenage son. No. She right? is trying to catch him. Right. And she also she is him. like, my mom used to do that shit. Ooh. Like, oh my, oh my God. I remember like there was like no, no, no room was safe. No. The bathtub, certainly. I remember once she did catch me. She like literally like kicked down the door like Rambo style. It was like, fresh towels. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my like, God. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, my mom's rel- my she's ruthless. I all um, love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that moment though, I laugh because the mom does like bust in with Lisa, and you know, like when she went downstairs to talk to the dad off screen, she's like. There's a girl in this room. Hopefully, it happens. <laughs> you know, like she's like, like here's a girl, honey. Yeah. Like do do straight sex with her. Yeah. Um, and his little sister's like, somebody pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've They're like, asleep. quiet, Jenny. She's like, <laughs> yeah. My name's Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been asleep in my room for four days. And no one's noticed. Does anyone care that I'm eating racist cereal? <laughs> Is someone gonna stop me? I know. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know it was neglect um, child neglect but there's like uh, we, there's so much to unpack I feel like we could keep going and going and going in know. this movie oh my god so okay um, Sam and Katya I'm not sure if you guys are aware but we like to do a little segment at the end about whether or not this movie would get a pride float today oh yeah mm-hmm. um, so Katya let's start with you mm-hmm. do you, you think it gets a pride float today and do you think it gets one in 1985 absolutely but they're very different Okay. Um, so the first, so in 1985, you'd have like a, um, like a big, uh, <laughs> muscly version of, um, Jesse. Uh-huh. And then like over the course of the parade, it'd be like Freddie kind of like clawing its way out of its paper mache. And then, <laughs> um, and then you'd have the same thing now, but it would catch on fire. Uh-huh. And, um, like right at the beginning of the parade uh-huh. and then everybody would be like, huh, that's a shame. But wait a minute. Oh, that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Sam. Uh, 100% yes on both. And this is why. 85 would be, I mean, yes, 85, because I think it this was some visibility. visibility yeah. And that's why we even were like looking at this movie like, today. yes, give yeah. me some representation. Especially in a, like a very big studio mainstream franchise. Yes. Yes. That there was something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the now float would just be hopefully an ode to Grady. Just like a, I want a pleather comforter. I want tiny green oh, yeah. shorts. Everybody and on it is oiled there, like, up. Flexing his abs in front mm-hmm. of Freddie. He's mm. pantsing all of his friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's it. Yeah, shoving stuff in his. Mouth. Yeah, I was gonna. We could have like him like dancing with a mouthful of food. Oh, yeah, talk mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. But and just pushing like, his grandmother just, down. Just, yeah. <laughs> Over and over. All the food is She just climbs back up. <laughs> Do it again, Kick honey. Kick her down one more time. <laughs> he really does live in that gray area between spit and swallow, though. Like, Ooh. it just stays there. What? Ooh. What did you just say? His <laughs> 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 mouth's constantly full of food, but it never goes anywhere. Oh, okay. yeah, he doesn't deposit kinda... it anywhere. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Gargling. Just... Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Savoring the taste. <laughs> and another podcast with an expl- parental advisory. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always a huge oh, oh, ooh, oh, yeah. girl. Nice. I'm always a huge fan of Nays Pride oh, Flirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do uh, does it get a Pride Float Nay? It do- it does get one. Okay. In nineteen eighty five. Okay. Um and then now it gets one, but it's really just a bus that gives gay people free rides during Pride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Palm Springs. <laughs> to yeah. Palm Springs. Maybe you don't get bus boners, it's but doing you gay probably community will. Service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's doing Pride community Like the service. WeHo trolley? Yeah. Oh, like. oh, my God. You know what I just realized? Like what? The, the my version of that hell bus is like a batch a, a white girl bachelorette um, drag show party bus. <laughs> yeah, that is hell. I would rather be like knifed to death. Yeah, than a you drive it off the monster. road. Yeah, yeah. driver. Like, no, anything like, but please this. Please run yeah. over me. Yeah. yeah. 
Bachelorette yeah. party. Yeah. Good lord! And is uh, it bachelorettes from the Bachelorette? That makes it okay, even meta. worse, right? Uh, yeah, or those two and bitches all in the beginning, Nikki, rather than yeah. like the various different ways yeah. you can spell it: N I C K I N I C K Y N I C K I E N I C K Y. Yeah, realtor, dental hygienist. Wasn't there two women on the Bachelorette like Philippines who like ended up together? Yes. Yeah. They found love in a hopeless place. They did, and like. In a very tough country to do that publicly, was it the right? Philippines? Am I wrong? I feel like it was. Um, did that, yeah. Pride flip mark. Um, in 1985, I would say yes, but my version of it would be um, just Freddie um, stabbing Ronald Reagan to death yes. in front yes. of in front of the National Institute of Health. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. While Nancy watches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And someone shoving drugs I, in the mouth. I, 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 Madeline Kahn, Mrs. White, hate the Reagans so much. I know you do, know, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So in that sense, yes, it would get a pride float in 85. And today... <sighs> And today, yeah, today I think I just want to watch like Grady and Short Shorts mm. kicking his grandmother down yeah. the stairs over and over. Yes, while eating a fucking hero. Like, yeah. Just eating a hoagie. So, or they, could, you know, they could do like, um, you know, the magicians with the doves. They could have exploding birds. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought you were going to say that it would just be Grady's grandma shooting out of cannons. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so I th- my pride float would be in 1985, it would just be Lisa on the ground crying as she stares up at Jesse. And then in 2018, it would just be Lisa crying on the ground as she stares at a picture of Jesse. <laughs> Still damaged 33 years later. Oh, or my other version. Or proud and out loud. I was just going to say, yeah. sitting on a float with her yeah. wife of 30 years, yeah. happy. Yeah. Her children around her. Wiser. Wiser. Yeah. Well, published I mean, published author many times. Yep. Uh, yeah. Tenured at Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> I was going to say tenured somewhere. <laughs> Sarah Lawrence. Lawrence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Writing her ninth novel. Yeah. Right. Um, she's getting her spending PhD her weekends at her arts. cabin in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. She's got a great life, right? Jesse, who? <laughs> <laughs> she named her first daughter Jesse because yeah. they're still friends. Mm. Oh, well, they sweet. had a very similar energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they realized they're their brother and sister yeah. at the end of the day. Oh, well, oh, wow. Oh. Okay. No, like spiritually yeah. in the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did they ever say the word gay? G a y in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think queer. they said G H E Y. They didn't say queer. Like Grady did call the bar a queer S and M queer S and M joint. Which makes me again go: Did the director hear that line being said? There's no like he didn't know there was I any. I think queer that they didn't the- think that that made the movie gay. I think that in 1985, gay people had been demonized and ridiculed to the point where. They just thought it was. Uh, Aren't we cute? This is fun. <laughs> this is this yeah. is this is edgy. Um, so, did somebody want to mention really quick about Mark's performance, Mark Patton's performance, or because I? So people have always like you know from I looked at the Wikipedia, which anybody can edit, mm. but it just you know it talks about how like the movie's homoerotic and their subtext and stuff. And Mark Patton has always actually said like. 
it's not subtext, it's text. It's I was say in it's your like, face. Yeah. Um, and he said it was increasing as the film was being made because the re- the more the rewrites came in, the gayer they got. <laughs> mm-hmm. And him and the writer have kind of butt- butted heads, as I said, because the writer said that was happening because of Mark's performance. And that he couldn't avoid it. Mm-hmm. So should we just at this point say like the writer can fuck off? That's great. That's like saying he has a lisp, so let's put him in like a Liberace costume or something. You know, like- I, 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 yes, and because the, the the writer absolutely leaned into a gay panic mm. thing. Oh, like that's a good way to put clear it, yeah. as mm. day. However, <laughs> Mark Patton also delivers moments in performance that are. There's a moment late when he finally arrives in Grady's room and he's like freaking out. He's laying on and, top of him. And he's, well, beyond the laying on top of him, but then he finally backs into a corner and he's just staring, maintaining eye contact. And he's like, I need you to sit with me because I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's just very like, the stare is a little bit like, okay, that's a choice. And so I'm sorry, but Mark Patton definitely makes choices that are like, brazen and honestly I think kind of brave because he's just like fuck it this is queer as fuck yeah. and I'm gonna lean in yeah. and he so I think that I mean he could have that could have been a reaction I, to the writer maybe I yeah. don't know I'm just saying that I, I, but I also think that like him queering up the performances and making choices as a queer actor that m- certainly are like a bat signal for all of us sitting here watching the movie, I don't think, you know, like I go, okay, well, I celebrate that. Like, why not? That's what I, that's one of the things that I love about the movie is the fact that his performance is, una- comes off as unabashedly queer. Patton actually left acting for a little bit after making this movie because of the emotional damage he felt he, like he suffered mm-hmm. um, while it was going on. Just super crazy. And like looking at like some of these quotes I'm reading right now, it's so interesting to see like the director or the the writer at one point in 2010 said he it was all deliberate on his part because homophobia was rampant at the time and he wanted to like almost satirize it because the target audience was adolescent boys and he wanted to show them um, you can tap into the gay angst the same way you can regular like I hate to say regular but like quote unquote regular teen angst. As Ira would say keep it. Right like I mean dude like you're like shoveling more shit in your mouth as you're like trying to take the previous piece of poop you put in your mouth. I mean, right? I don't know. I don't do you guys, do you guys buy I don't buy any of it I either. I don't even think, it, with in regards to the performance, it's like, it's 1985. It's hard to look at it through a, a lens of today, right? Because it's like, he's got to be terrified that if he is gay or, or emits gayness in his performance that he's never going to work again. The screenwriter's thinking probably something along the same lines. Right. Then they get into that war about who's the reason why this is. Right. But at the end of the day, this movie made more than part one. It grossed 10, almost $10 million more, I think, than the first yeah, one. It, it was million. a financial success. Mm. I'm just saying. I mean, like, it's still, it, it, there's no, the blame that we talk about, about the movie, is all about just it being gay, which is weird to me. Right. It's just, like, why the is there bad any is that it's gay. blame to go around at all? Which is yeah. very reminiscent of the time in which it was made. Yeah. So I think they still carry that with them, and that's kind of where that comes from but I do think that going back and saying that all this stuff was a choice or that they really lean like put, I mean they might have leaned into it and had some jokes on set but I really don't buy it 
Well, mm. I don't buy the writers. The, the happy ending is is that I feel like Mark. You know, obviously in the years since Mark Patton has sort of reclaimed. Yeah. He know, has like the movie yes. for himself. Yes. I mean, 100%. I, was lucky enough, I, I met him. That. I did a panel with him oh, uh, at cool. Comic Con uh, the, when Final Girls came out. Oh, and, cool! Um, it was a it was Michael Verratti's queer horror. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, we got to sit next to Mark, and he's lovely. And he was in the midst of making his documentary called Screen Queen. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. all about the experience of making this movie. And you know, now he's like it's a badge of honor for. Him and, well, know, he's the face cool of this film. He's you know he's the face of this film more so than Robert Englund. I feel like, and yeah. he's Freddie is uh, feels like an afterthought. Yeah, one hundred percent. It almost feels like it's like a script for a different film, and they kind of Freddieized it in, mm-hmm. in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, Mark one hundred percent is the. I personally think the reason his performance and just his carrying of the torch is the reason this film is still scu- discussed so greatly. Mm-hmm. Today and it's one of the most, if not the most, discussed film in the franchise. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, how about that? Anyway, did well, you ever find out why that bird caught on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what is that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> and that that was a really long bird attack sequence. <laughs> For real, though. It was. Yeah. It, Sam mentioned that the, what the movie clocks in at under 90 minutes. Yeah. 82 minutes. There were two birds at, the, at first, and one of the birds is yeah. dead. That's part of the body count, guys. Yeah. Flaming Damn. birds. I think they were trying to What does the bird yeah. thing mean? Like, Freddy's energy well, is think, all over that house, and he I hates birds? I think it birds? was like Icarus, you know? And then it was also like um, something else. I wish the film had <laughs> Film had leaned a little bit more into like the Nancy connection because, um, like, I wanted more mushy stairs. Oh, <laughs> I know that is the best. Stairs. Yeah, yeah. That, that is so. It, it's like it's Ooh. like oh, I know what that's like. God. Well, and like, it's weird Nancy's that they like up. set up that the house is kind of the reason. Yeah, Jesse's yeah. being invaded by Freddy, but then it, nothing really ever happens at the house. No. Like, do you get like, a, you go get to a, a boiler room? Yeah, you get a you get with the outside. You get a few like what the. Toaster catches on fire, unplugged, and then a yeah. bird. It's a little well, bit of the light parents, arson. The parents yeah. again, like <laughs> the toaster happens, and they're like, "It's not even plugged in." It's yeah. because we have a gay son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They like, nope, it's not plugged in. You must be on heroin. Dada masterpiece. So Sam, Katya, do you yeah. guys like to discuss anything you're doing these days? What's going on with you guys before we sign off? I've been taking a lot of baths. Oh great! I take one at least once a week. I'm actually just lied. I don't. I don't like. I don't like taking baths. Do you I really love, take them oh once God. a week? Uh-huh. Very I relaxing. The other day, I think I texted Nate and Mark from the bathtub, telling them that I was in the bath with six bags of green tea. Oh, it's good for your skin. Yeah, yeah, I'm like Nate. Do you remember? I said I'm relaxing in a green tea bath right now, and one of you was just like. I think you LOL. texted a couple of strangers because <laughs> we did not get It was that. May and Narc. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely got that text and you replied. So, I was, thank you. I was high. So. I was in a, black, I was in a blackout, obviously. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, for me, anybody who knows me knows I love Christmas and holiday yes. horror. Mm. So I'm actually doing um, 
Fangoria's holiday horror countdown. So for the entire month of December, I'm going to pick a different film each day, like a Christmas horror film, and it's going to be. It's going to be on their site. Yeah, it'll be on all their socials, oh, so cool. you can check it out. But then we're going to. Is take, it like a listicle? Or are you going to talk about each film? Or? Um, there's going to be a little bit about it, but okay. it's going to, and it's going to have a video. Cool. Um, and then, but I'm going to take three of those picks, and we're going to have a screening at the Frida Cinema on December 23rd, which is Frida. in Santa Ana. I love the Frida. Frida's the best. And. Uh, some of the proceeds from every ticket are going to go to AIDS Life Cycle because that's oh, a fundraiser. You're that, doing that. Yeah, for, I do AIDS yeah. Life Cycle. I did it last year and I'm going to be riding again this year. Um, and then every Christmas I do a fundraiser for that. I've that's made a awesome. Christmas album. Yes, uh, I saw that you Right in front of my like Christmas. That. So um, if you... Yeah. <laughs> Katya's going to listen to it in the bathroom. I love that. It's super gay on um, every track. Uh, oh, forget it then. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's, there are exploding birds. It's just hardcore gay fucking... Um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have it. That's um. That'll be on, or that is on iTunes, Spotify. But oh, it like, is. Yeah, but if you donate through um, through my site, which will be you know you can do at Sam Wyman, you'll see a link, or it's um, to fight H uh, to fight slash go to slash Sam Wyman. Any donation you can get an album for free. Mm-hmm. So just go there because you can give money and to a really yes. good cause. Yeah. Awesome. Right. And I have nothing to promote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. What? I'm just no nothing until next year. Isn't that great? But, 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 Do you have uh, something after the that, new year that we? Yeah, but it's so far in advance. Who cares? <laughs> it, it, you it's know, November. I I like to keep him bated breath. You know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is the quiet room still making oh, rounds at festivals yeah. and stuff? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, it's been I'm making a lot of noise. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the quiet room is uh, is having a really successful festival run so if you want to see it um, just go to thequietroomfilm.com and uh, you can see where it's screening next because who else is in your film? Katya? We have Katya we have Alaska Mm. Um, Jamal Douglas is our lead who's amazing yep it's very Um, good I've seen it Kit Williamson from Eastsiders Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Salvatore from the Eating Out series um, yeah, Lisa Wilcox from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, uh, shit. Four and five. Four and five. Yeah. Alice. Little mm-hmm. Alice action. Alice. So, yeah. yeah, we got some people, some familiar faces. That's great. It's awesome. like a quiet place, but way shorter and better and with no um, monsters uh, <laughs> that are aliens. And it's really good. <laughs> Wait, and Stephanie Kerbis. Is that Stephanie Kerbis. Is that the Barkley Katya? <laughs> yeah. Didn't make it on the poster. <laughs> and where can we find you on social? At Sam Weinman everywhere. Everywhere? Katya? At K-A-T-Y-A underscore Z-A-M-O. Everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Senior Teenager and on Instagram at Senior Teen. Mark's back on Twitter. Shut up. Twitter. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Michael's off Instagram. I am off Instagram, but I'm on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken. Brennan, where are you? Oh, um, I'm so surprised. <laughs> um, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Queer Wolf Pod. You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brins. And if you want to hear me talk about Nightmare on Elm Street 2, you can check out my podcast, Scream 101. Ooh. And Nay, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Black Cupcake, B-L-A-K-K-C-U-P-C-A-K-E. Mm-hmm. And you can find my art Instagram That's through right. that one. So. Mm-hmm. Claudia Los Angeles. And you can find me in the dumpster behind Blumhouse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Are people not on Facebook anymore? Ew. What's that? Oh, good. Okay, good. No, I, I, I post our <laughs> episodes on Facebook yeah. and it's like, oh, someone liked it. Yeah. <laughs> One person. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dead I it's totally a forgot about town. Facebook. I, d- Are I you did. Off? Too. Yeah, it was me, the best decision I ever oh, made. So great. Best digital decision. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. I want MySpace to come back. 
I think it's. I don't think it went away. They're making I think concerts. It's, dormant. it's just articles. Is it Justin oh. Timberlake? It's like lists still? about music. I, want, um, I wish Friendster was back. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember yes. Friendster? <laughs> I had a Friendster. <laughs> thing I loved about MySpace though is you could have like a top eight, and yeah. it was such a way to shade your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. Anything. It was <laughs> savage. It was pretty. Rough. It was all just pictures of myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be MySpace famous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we were all like young coders back then, changing our fucking background. You absolutely <laughs> glitter. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a song that would happen. Why does that feel song? like a hundred years ago? Because it was. Because it was, yeah. It was 45 years ago. It was like oh Bush, Bush 2 era. Anyway, the sequel. <laughs> there, there was like. So much better access to like celebrities then too. People would actually like reply to like your personal messages on MySpace. At least that was the way it happened for me. Can, you can't tell me that Julia Instagram. Roberts was ever on MySpace. Julia Roberts and I would talk every day. She <laughs> recently joined. Instagram. I read Eat, Pray, Love for her. She did. Yes, she did. Oh. To, to promote her show, probably. Yeah, I love her. Oh, oh, yeah. there to help oh. us dance it out. Oh, Katya, did you want to do your thirteen-minute thing? Oh, sure. Yeah, four score and say yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you guys, everybody, that. Thank you for being here, Sam. Yeah, Katya. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Kennedy. Thanks, Kennedy the dog was here again. Oh. We'll post a picture of him. He's so cute, cute. All right, till next time, guys. Yeah, August here from Attack the World. Well, say goodbye. Bye. Bye.